Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. It's not that entertaining. It's just a bunch of retweets and Arsenal stuff. And yeah, occasionally retweeting our podcast. Um back to the podcast uh the guy actually has a shirt on today and that guy is brandon that's my co-host you can find him on twitter it's at brandon dubich brandon spelled traditionally dubich d-u-b-i-c-h brandon i see you are not no longer in a doghouse and you have a shirt on so that's good yes um and i'm i'm, I'm at my house uh but you've everyone listening this is zen brandon calm positive respectful Brandon. Oh, nice. The entertainment level, I think, will probably drop by 50%, but uh, it's a new me. Do we change that much? Change is undefeated. Believe in change. Be the change you want to be. It won't last very long, I don't think. (laughs) We'll see. Uh, Speaking of lasting longer than what they should have, uh, our producer, Seth, is still here. You can block him on Twitter if you haven't done it already. It's at Setah5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Seth? I've never met this version of Brandon before. Hi, I'm Seth. Nice to meet you, Brando. (laughs) Hello, Mr. Setah5. It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Oh, my God. (laughs) Pleasure Uh, and honor. (laughs) I thought we were here to um, talk about the upcoming game on Saturday at Cincinnati. That's IU versus the Cincinnati Bearcats. 3.30 3.30 kick. It's on Saturday, which I have to keep repeating because we've played a Friday game. So it is on Saturday, September 24th. It's at Nippert, Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, we're going to be beautiful on... Cincinnati. Just an absolute yeah. gorgeous river oh my walk. God. Here we go. They, you know, a lot of corporate buildings, but a lot of local flair, uh, good food places, good breweries. I just don't have... Literally, we don't have the time. What do you for think me about their professional football team to Cincinnati? Um, I'm jealous you guys are getting to go uh, and and go see one of Ohio's treasures. Tell me about their professional football team, Brandon. God, you know their fans are just so supportive. They've been there. There's been a lot of lows, uh, but you gotta you gotta see. You know, Joe Shiesty could be bringing something new. I mean, a rough start to the year, but but very positive with the talent like Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase and. Uh, T Higgins, you just, you know, I, I think Cincinnati has always stood by their Bengals and uh, I couldn't be more supportive of that action. This might last the whole time. Uh, hammer this line Cincinnati minus 17, just because Brandon's being like this um, over under from last time I saw was 54 double check on that real quick 57 now. And it looks like money's coming back to you just a little bit, according to ESPN. Back down to 16 and a half. So positive Brandon has paid off already. Um, previous meeting, uh, the scoreline does not show as close as it was. We already know that um, how that whole game went. We lost to number eight at the time, 38-24. It was kind of the beginning of the end 
uh, for the 2021 season. Pinnix did Pinnix things at the end. Um, McFadden with the ghost targeting push the, the, let's just call it the, I was going to call it a Bush push, but I don't know what their offensive lineman's name was, but he basically got Bush pushed into the quarterback and got ejected for that. And then we fumbled on the two yard line. So, you know what, but refs are people, <laughs> you know, mistakes are going to happen. Those things usually even out over a season. It was a bad call, but you know, football games are decided by one play or two plays or three plays. My goodness. This is, this is some weird stuff. Uh, and no, this is not a, we didn't plan this. It's not like a planned bit. I don't know what's going on. Uh, all-time series. IU still leads at nine to four. They've won. I don't know. It's been a long time since the last time that Cincinnati had won one in the series. I think since like the fifties or something. So maybe we can get back on the right side, make it a 10, four, 10, four. Good buddy. Uh, let's talk about the uh, Monday press conference real quick. I'll just run through some stuff. Offensive player of the game thought this was pretty interesting. Caleb Murphy. We did talk about him uh, the other day. Uh, came in third string center at this point where he was recruited as a defensive end. If you see him now, dude ain't playing defensive end. He's a big boy now. So um, good for him. Really emotional video of him after the game. Um, could you imagine what it would look like after they beat Cincinnati? That would be incredible. Um, defensive player of the game. We all saw this one coming, Aaron Casey. Special teams players of the game. Uh, Charles Campbell, obviously. He was also special teams player of the week nationally, I think, or kicker of the week or something. Um, and then Jalen Williams as well, a special teams player of the, of the game. Do you think the block, well, I guess his special teams was good, I guess. It's fine. He did down the punt at the two and then had a massive block in overtime. So um, anything you want to talk about with those players? important aspect of the game. Oh, it's three goodness, phases for a reason. Okay. Zach Carpenter, speaking of uh, Caleb Murphy, hand injury still being evaluated as of Monday. Not season injury, but a freaky accident. Should we go ahead and have a, a random Bragley's and speculate right now and figure out what a freaky pregame during warm-up hand accident would be? Seth? Involving scissors. Okay. Brandon? Let's put the tinfoil hat on. Let's have some fun. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe taping up his fingers, get a little cut on the finger. I, I get it. Okay. All right, CTA uh, talked about making adjustments to help the passing game. That's what hurt the run game in the second half. I guess uh, I didn't really pay too much attention to it, but in the first half, they gave up about 30 yards rushing. In the second half, not quite. Um and then we're going to be looking at two-headed monster in the running back field, blah, 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 Miles Jackson, pleasant surprise. Um, and we didn't give him, I, this is a little side note for our show. We didn't give him any, any credit for the fumble recovery in the game either. The one that Cam Jones forced. Who? Miles. Cam Jones? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Miles Jackson recovered. So um, I know Seth did in the tweets as he's making sure he, I know that loud and clear. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so shout out Miles Jackson. Congratulations. Good game. A couple takeaways. Good job. Um, Walt Bell. Uh, it was really awkward. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, or if there's clips on Twitter. It was somebody asked about why DJ Matthews was absent on the last drive. And it was a, a very awkward answer, um, not only from 
a normal man, but a man with a great mustache at a press conference. Um, he basically just kept saying and changing his body language a lot and just saying he was sick. Let's do another reckless speculation on this one. How was he sick, Seth? Poopy. He goes poopy. Brandon? You know, you know when, when you get a lot of emotions running, uh, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not uncommon to lose your lunch. And sometimes <laughs> your tummy doesn't feel good. Um, you know, we all saw it with Steam and Willie Beeman. Uh, so it may, maybe that was it. I mean, that was it. All right. Well, I've had enough of this already. So um, let's break down Cincinnati. Let's get into it. Let's talk about their head coach, Luke Fickle. That's all I want to talk about him. Uh, former Ohio State guy. Offensive coordinator, Seth, I think. Their current record on season two and one. They have played uh, at Arkansas and lost 31-24. They played Kennesaw State. Uh, here's another question. Seth, where is Kennesaw State? Georgia. What is their mascot? It's a bird. A bird with that has a, a false reputation of being smart. That is actually not very smart. Real quick, can we go back to Luke Fickle? The there's, there's just an important, important detail. He's a family man. He's been married to his wife, Amy, for 22 amazing years. He doesn't have one. He doesn't have two. He doesn't have three. He has six kids. His kids are Landon, Lakin, Luca, Lucian, Aiden, and Ashton. Just beautiful names from a beautiful family. I just had to call that out. Luke Fickle, not only a great, a great football coach, but also you know, a great dad to six wonderful kids. You guys want to see an owl without feathers? There you go. <laughs> Seth is getting DJ Matthew right now on the screen. So um, it's Google it if you guys have never seen it. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, so they beat Kennesaw State. They, they beat them down 63 to 10. And then they played an away game, quotes, uh, at the Bengals Stadium, Brandon. Beautiful stadium, right? Um, at It was at Miami. There's no Ohio. better elevator in the NFL. There oh. just is no better an elevator. It is undefeated. There you go. Uh, they won that one 38 to 17. Um, we'll go through their rankings real quick. And I found some of them pretty interesting. They're 29th in the country in total offense, 72nd in total rushing, 16th in total passing. Uh, just so everybody has reference, IU 24th in total passing in the country. Um, had we had a dry Idaho first half, maybe it's about even at that point because it's not that far off. Um, they've allowed 90, or sorry, they're 96th in the country in sacks allowed. Um, that's eight sacks. They've given up in three games against those opponents. And believe it or not, the majority of them didn't come against uh, Arkansas. So they were pretty well spread out. Uh, Arkansas IU seriously is... won me so much money this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're nice. They They're like Jefferson's... number one in the country in something crazy. I can't remember what it is. Uh, Who's Suey, baby? Yeah. Pig. I think it was offensive efficiency. Yeah, yeah I think that's right. Um, IU 41st in the country in sacks allowed. I think it's three, two last week one at Illinois so, or at, I'm sorry against Illinois and then they are 108th in fumbles lost uh, so far through three games they've lost four fumbles uh, most of them coming from the running back so um, fumbles are contagious but you know let's hope they're taking some medicine and wearing a mask 
Any, <laughs> anything, anything else you guys want to add on their offensive rankings before I ramble through their defensive rankings real quick? Okay, so here's <clears throat> here's where our biggest problem I think is going to come, and it, it's going to be pretty funny because this is going to be probably the anti-Brandon game based off of the defensive rankings. They're 29th in the country in total defense. 73rd in rushing defense, but 11th in passing defense, just giving up 150 yards per game. Um, So I broke it down a little bit based on the opponents, and it went as you would expect it to. Arkansas, 26 attempts for 223 yards. Not bad for 26 attempts throwing the football. It's pretty good. Kennesaw State, though, 111 yards passing on 15 attempts. And Miami, 116 yards on 21 attempts. So is their pass defense elite? We'll find out, I think, on Saturday. Um, so, yeah, anything else you guys want to add on those rankings? Anything else you guys found uh, particularly inter- interesting? Any of that stuff? Nope. Seth keeps shaking his head. No. Okay, let's see if Brandon can ruin everybody's day. Now let's talk about the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bearcats. It's Ben Bryant. Brandon, I don't think I've seen this. What? It, how, do, how does it go in the office? when Michael Scott is talking about his vasectomy. Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. Ben Bryant was at Cincinnati, left Cincinnati, went to Eastern Michigan, came back to Cincinnati. So snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. So so I, I have a Brando's Randos about okay. this. Early. Uh, so, okay. so I'm not going to ruin the tease, what they call him, the biz. Um, but, you know, I love a good alliteration, and I like a nice comeback story. Okay. 70 percent completion percentage 863 yards passing seven touchdowns two interceptions stats look nice um didn't look too bad against arkansas again i don't know how arkansas's defenses i think all sec defenses are overrated outside of maybe two um and i think you guys can figure out who those are ben bryant does not run the football he does not run the football he's been sacked eight times this year as i talked about earlier i think he has negative 51 yards rushing on the season um that should be a plus for IU because if there's anything that we have struggled against so far with quarterbacks this year has been them taking off um, with good coverage down the field. So um, anything else you want to add on Ben Bryant before we move real quick through their skill position players, and then we'll talk a little bit about that defense. Seth. Ben Bryant, final six included Indiana Hmm. out of uh, suburban Chicago. And he chose Cincinnati. Who else was in there? Dude, come on. Oh, okay. All right. I, I just thought you had like the list maybe. All right. Let's talk about. So funny thing that Tom Allen. Ta- that wasn't. Tom thank Allen. you so much for that tidbit. That was a very interesting it. tidbit. It's, it's, it's always good to know when there's a recruiting Venn diagram. I thank you for your hard work. Thanks. I wish you would have gotten all of the teams, but it's fine. Um, so Chad Wilt, our defensive coordinator coached at Cincinnati four years ago, three years ago um, for a year. And he just kept repeating that these guys have been here for a long time. These guys have been here for a long time. Charles McClendon running back uh, senior. He's got 33 carries on the year, 211 yards, three touchdowns. That's 6.4 yards per carry. That's pretty good. Um, He only had three carries last year against IU. Again, we talked about this in the initial schedule preview pod they have lost a ton of production from last year but they've replaced it with guys that have been in the program for a long time and know how it all works they didn't just fill it in with different transfer here transfer there they did with one of them 
who's incredible, apparently, but we'll talk about him in just a minute. Uh, at wide receiver, their top wide receiver so far this year is Tyler Scott. He's a 5'11 junior, 15 catches, 238 yards, two touchdowns, 15.9 yards per catch. Again, not productive against IU last year. Two catches, 17 yards, nothing. Don't remember him. All their top wide receivers are gone. Alec Pierce on the Colts. Uh, the other guy is somewhere else. You know, the running back is somewhere else. The quarterback is somewhere else. They're all in the NFL somewhere. And so is the majority of their defense. But yet, somehow, they found a Mac linebacker that's probably going to lead the country in tackles come the end of the year, lead everything in every statistical category. He's, he's the Michael McFadden of 2022. His name's Ivan Pace Jr., Miami of Ohio transfer. His brother plays on the team as well. Um, he is the leading tackler with 31 tackles on the season. Second place for Cincinnati has 16. When, um, when you're Luke Fickle, who's just such a good husband and good dad, you know, they don't, they don't rebuild, they reload. And you can just tell so far, just, you know, Luke I thought Fickle, you were going to go with develop. I think develop's a great be. verb. There you go. Adjective. Is it a verb? No. I, well, with this use it, I don't know, whatever you want to do. It's fine. It's definitely a verb, but I was trying to turn it to my, okay. Either way, he's got two sacks and a forced fumble. As I said, he's 15 tackles ahead of second place. Um, and then they've got some stud DBs, two safeties, and J the Jaw brothers. Can we call them that? Um, Josh squared. Josh squared. Jaquan Shepard, third on the team in tackles, one sack and two passes defended. And Javon Hicks. Um, they've got two interceptions, I think, so far in the season. Hicks with one, um, which was a pick six against Kennesaw State. And... One guy that you guys might remember from last year, um, or at least from talking about going to the NFL at some point, was defensive back Arquan Bush. Uh, he is back again. One interception so Sauce far this Gardner year. is amazing. Sauce Gardner might be out for the year, I think. Right, Seth? Is that right? Didn't he get he got banged up last, last game? Um, one interception so far for Bush. One interception last year against IU. Uh, I don't particularly remember that. I think it was like the end of the half. That's avoid it up. worrying injuries to Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner. So he's he's Gucci. There you go. Um, I just saw him on red zone at some point because I stopped watching uh, my local football team who was trying very hard, um, I'm, uh, but just didn't quite do what they were supposed to do, which I'm sure they'll be fine and 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 they'll get their participation trophy and move on. Um, all right. Speaking of moving on, let's move on and talk. Anything else you guys want to talk about Cincinnati, Seth, anybody that stands out to you, anybody you're going to watch? Uh, they have a six, seven Aussie freshman punter, redshirt freshman punter, Mason Fletcher string bean with the noodle leg. He, <laughs> he kicked a lot last year for him though, too. I remember they talked about him in the, the BCS game. What about tight ends? I feel like their tight ends were solid Wiley. last year. Yep. Yeah. Wiley's good. He's going to catch a play action pass. It's going to frustrate the hell out of you. And I'm going to have to hear about it for about five minutes. Now I move on pretty quick, depending on how much I drink before the game or during the game. New Brandon so, is going to have a goldfish like memory. There you go. Is that big? Uh, I don't know that. The, the, you don't watch Ted Lasso? Um, no, I don't believe it or not. You got to blink and just move on. Okay. Um, they return all five starters on their offensive line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We so the whole stat thing is pretty wild because that was supposed to be a strong suit. 
Mm-hmm. So they definitely have the veteran experience. Um, so that's that's a little odd. They were also absolutely lights out on third down, and they really haven't been that great this year. So that's two things that they were good at last year, and then you know has been a surprise early in the season. So you know, I know we're going to get into players to watch, um, but definitely their third down conversions is something I'm going to watch because kind of been a theme for IU in the first three games is not being able to get off the field. Um, so, yeah. So I, I'll be interested to see, especially since the last two games, we've been able to move the football on the ground um, against their rushing defense. And then against with their rushing offense, we haven't been able to stop the rush. We've allowed 190 yards per game um, on the ground, but they're 70 second and they really outside of one game they haven't played anybody Miami of Ohio is not going to be very good um in the Mac and then Kennesaw State is awful so um no offense to any Owls fans that may be listening let's talk IU players to watch Brandon um or Sethi whoever wants to start on offense who are you watching on offense in in a in a true road game you absolutely need energy you need a guy that's just gonna bring it um, so I'm looking at Mr. Cam Camper. Uh, he, you know, I, I told it on his last podcast about how I just love the swagger he brings. Mm-hmm. And when you're a, more than a two touchdown underdog, you need that. Like it needs, cause it can be infectious and that, so I'm going to be watching Cam Camper both during the, before the play, during the play and after the play. Yeah. I'm not sure he'll make that mistake. Uh, first off, let's talk about this for a second. Um, well, I guess they gave it. No, I, never mind. We don't have to talk. I was going to talk about the hit on Baz on the slide because then that caused kind of the back and forth with Camper and that wide receiver, I think, or the uh, DB, which then got him the unsportsman icon but it's fine it's fine we've already been down that road before so we're good i like cam camper to pick that's good seth who do you have whoever plays center okay. I would, if it's if carpenter's back i want to see if he's healthy if his hand's all right if it's like clubbed up or whatever they do with the uh you know the tape job they put on it yeah. or if it's going to be the backup center who didn't who was magically hurt last week or if it's the third stringer caleb murphy again so i just want to see who that is so i'll be paying attention to see how the trenches go yeah, I mean, we talked about Murphy. Uh, he did a great job for what he was thro- thrust into pregame. Um, but again, the the snaps, that's going to bite us at some point, I think. Up. But um, Okay, well, you guys left me both of mine. but So I'll just run through them real quick. I've got Connor Bazalak. Uh, can he provide leadership in a calm? I've talked about the calm factor with him through the first three weeks of the season. I think having that on the road around a team of a lot of people that maybe either haven't been here. I mean, you're going to have a lot of decent amount of freshmen, decent amount of, um, you know, you got Cam Camper who's coming in from junior college who hasn't seen a stadium like this on the road yet. Um, You've got a lot of this stuff going on. Can he provide the calm, the leadership that's necessary to travel for the first time this year? And then he just needs to be steady, protect the ball like he's done so far this year and just make good reads, hit the reads. If we can hit the reads that we've missed through the first I don't know. It was really just a, at Idaho and Western Kentucky. If he hits those in this game, it's it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a game. So my other guy was DJ Matthews for obvious obvious reasons. Same thing, leadership again. He's been around 
for quite a while. Huge plays against Cincinnati last year. Can he carry it forward and provide a spark? Um, anything else we want to add on offense before we move to defense? Seth says no. Brandon, what do you think on defense? You've highlighted it really well so far. They give up sacks. Mm-hmm. So let's have our game wrecker, Desan McCullough, get to the edge and cause havoc. Strip sack, get him off, uh, get him, get have happy feet. Um, you know, Desan, I I haven't looked at the snap count. Uh, Matt Weaver does a great job of, of showing snap count. I haven't looked at it this close or, or prepared it for the but he needs to play more. Um, and again, I need, I want him playing exclusively edge uh, and, and schemed up to, uh, to do the most important thing he is skilled to do. And that is wreck the game plan. Seth, you're taking the front end. I'm taking the back end. Give me the safeties. Whoever's playing back there. Um, we talked about Wiley. He's the six six tight end. They also have a six six transfer wide receiver from Hawaii, Nick Mar. Uh, damn it, Mardner, um, who who's a I don't know red red zone threat. So you definitely want to see. Make sure the safeties are good in coverage and also uh, providing run support. Yeah, we didn't talk much about um, McCauley. That reminded me of. Uh... Or McCauley, sorry, McCauley. Um, I think he's he could be pretty big in this game as well. So, um, uh, yeah, on defense for me, I've got defensive ends. I had McCullough, and then I put defensive ends. Miles Jackson, who should get more and more run um, as the season goes on. Bo Robbins, Alfred Bryant, DMAC. You know, can we pressure Bryant into making his quick reads? I think that the takeaway battle is probably the main key in this game. Can I, you come up with, I would just say one, I'd say one in the difference column makes the difference in this game for sure. So if we can pressure him into making mistakes, um, I think that is going to go a long way. Special teams, Brandon. Jalen Lucas in a game, you're a two touchdown favorite. You need a big play. doesn't have to be a touchdown, but it, it needs to be a 20 plus yard play. Uh, either to dig you out of bad field position or to put you in good field position. Uh, you'd need a field flipper. Uh, so as much as I love uh, our two specialists, uh, I have to go with Jalen uh, in this game because we're going to need some quote unquote easy yards. Is this going to be a, a social on this? I had James Evans written okay. down because as Brandon mentions, field flipping is going to be important in this game. I uh, crossed that out and I went with punt and kickoff coverage teams. If you'll be reminded from last year, the real gut buster was Trey Turner's 99 yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Right after. So yep. right after I, you DJ got right Matthews. back into it. Exactly. Um, so kickoff and punt coverage teams. Yep. That's what I said. I said, well, I said Jalen Lucas and Omar Cooper, but for that reason, a kick return was a momentum backbreaker last year um, and can be a huge difference maker in this game if they can pull one of those off. So um, will they kick it to him? I don't know. I mean, Jalen Lucas returned two kicks last week for 56 yards or something like that combined. Dude's so, I mean, 17 years old. Yeah. Bananas. The dude's crazy. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. I just read something on the message boards that he was the highest rated player in the game on offense for IU. Um, and he didn't even play that many offensive snaps, like four or something like that. So take that with what you want. That's probably a little bit uh, gouged on that. Speaking of gouging, um, that's what Garrett wants you to do. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, our our sponsor, Monon Track Club, is great. Not only do they sell amazing gear and really high quality stuff, I'm they're not printing this stuff out on. And no offense if anybody works at Glidden or or Russell Athletic, like whatever, they're not printing it off on that. This is coming out on some high quality shib. Okay, I'm talking like soft shirts, Brooks pennies or whatever they run in. I talk about this every week. I don't even know what they're called. Tanks. They're like a tank top, but for like skinny runner people, not for Seth, not for what he's got on right now where he just ripped the, the sleeves off of his shirt in pure embarrassment. Um, but either way, did check you out guys when in like notes. early elementary school uh, wear the pennies? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because they weren't going to make us go shirts versus skins in when third like grade. Six. <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah, check out the link in the show notes on Twitter, whatever. Um, and that'll get you to the website where you can check out their um, club runs and everything else that they do. They do those on Tuesday nights starting uh, tonight. It's about to be nice, about to be quarter zip weather. So the club runs will be real nice, real packed. Um, and they're going to give us 10% off your order on any of the merch that you may want to buy. It's LEO10 at checkout, LEO10. Let's get back to the show. Brando, it's been a few days, but it feels like it's been three weeks. Brandon, let's, let's have some Brando's randos. What do you got? So I'm going to start with Ben Bryant and I'm so happy he got back with his ex. You know, I mean, it's hard to go on a break and rekindle love. Love is a beautiful thing and I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. But my question is what IU player transferred that you wish had came back later in their career. It's an obvious one for me, but I'm going to say what you guys said. Seth, if you can't think of an IU one, you can go pretty. Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis. The law firm. Didn't he transfer in from Ole Miss? I don't want to be that guy, Seth. Are you? I I might. It's kind of too late, pal, but, you know, I appreciate you wanting this to be an accurate podcast. You're welcome. Um, I'm just kind of stalling a little bit because I can't think of who it is that I would want to have back. Um, I'm, hmm. I'll, I'll let you stall some more okay, and go. go ahead. Uh, for me, it's Trey Roberson. After okay. he trans, yeah. after he transferred, we went into QB hell, QB AG double hockey sticks, uh, and. Man, he ended up winning, either winning a national championship or getting to a national championship. He won, at Southern, he won one with Illinois uh, Southern State, Illinois. And then, Illinois you know, State. he had a, a few years in uh, the beautiful city of Chicago there. You know, he, he obviously had NFL uh, athleticism. Trey Roberson is the guy that transferred that I that I really wish would have just stuck it out. Tazier Mack. That's what I'll do. I'll go Tazier Mack. Having a pretty good, a very nice career for the, the, for the Pitt Panthers. Pit Panthers. Yep. Um, yeah, that's it. That's the only one I can really think of. I, I mean, I could have gone a couple other ways, but I don't really know. I don't think they really transferred out. Like Kellen Lewis would have been another one. I, even if it's like somebody just like left the program. Um, I'm blanking on his first name right now. The running back 28 Willis. You like him. Can't remember what his name was. Um, yeah, some good, some good players, good solid players. But yeah, I think 
Finn Jarvis, Green Ellis would have been nice. I get it. And Seth was right, just for the record. Perfect. Uh, so I my next one is a beautiful Nippert Stadium is by the Cincinnati Zoo. What is your favorite thing to go see when you visit the zoo? Big cats. I'm a big cat guy. Uh, the monkey exhibit. I always want to know what they're going to throw around. Okay. Okay. I'm you... also a big cat guy. Tigers, okay. lions, even the cheetahs. Also, uh, the bear exhibit at the Indianapolis Zoo is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like stinks, half the though. time I've went, you know, the bears are out and they're growling and they're playing and having fun. That's always uh, pretty impressive to see. What about the Bengal tigers? Lo- again, tigers. So, lions, are you just bears. naming disappointing NFL teams right now? Bears and Bengals. Is a literal god. Um, we have Equiminius, so that doesn't help. All right, ready for my last and final yes. one? Yes. <laughs> and not talking about Notre Dame wide receivers. Uh, would you, if so, again, there's kind of a corridor of immaculate universities in Western Ohio, the beautiful state of Western Ohio. Um, you have. Miami of Ohio, very prestigious, very nice. Oxford, Ohio. You have Xavier there again in the Cincinnati area. Then you have Cincinnati. If you had to choose to attend a school, not be a part of their football team, not coach their team, if you had to go to school, which one would you choose? I was not listening. I was trying to make sure I was right. Uh, Equin, how do you say it? Equiminius. That, one went, to, that one went to Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm Monroe. It's USC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my answer is either Miami or Dayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Dayton's a kind of a low key fun university. So too. Dayton as a city is not bad either. They have a uh, strip but, of bars that are phenomenal. But Miami has the best campus in the MAC. I had to do a lot of MAC travel in the mid to late 90s. Um, that was probably the best campus in the Midwest. What about? I'm going to go. I'm going to. Uh, man, they don't have a football team. I was going to go Xavier just because I feel like the basketball would be nice, but the no football. Um, Ohio's Western, right? Still. Ohio's Western-ish. in Athens. If you're talking about Ohio University, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's southeast of Columbus, Ohio. So it's like smack in the middle. Yeah. Does that count? No, it does not. Okay. Does not the count. Western corridor. I think it's 75. Give me Toledo. Toledo. Toledo is very north, but yes. Yeah. It'll be a rocket. Yeah, it'll be a rocket. Be a like rocket. That. I'm definitely taking Miami of Ohio. Um, it's the most prestigious school. Um, you know, again, they they are D1. Does it have anything to do with their former quarterback or anything? Thank you, Seven, for a wonderful career. Give me a lot of happy memories. Happy Brandon appreciates seven. Mm. Um but yeah, I'm going with Miami of Ohio. Okay. Yeah, Toledo. That's it for me. All right, cool. Seth, uh, your sack is it full today or? Oh, it's it's over. It's overflowing. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Ben Bryant schools were UC, IU, Wisconsin, Georgia, Ole Miss, and West Virginia. And we dodged a bullet on that one. Okay. Um, Noah Potter. Defensive end, Ohio State transfer, was brother of Micah Potter, Ohio State, Wisconsin basketball player. More you know. Thank you. The all-world center, James Renfro, hurt for the season. So that might be part of the reason they're allowing a few more sacks than you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, their RB1, Ryan Montgomery, 
who was their projected starter, has missed games with a rib injury. Is uh, Renfro any uh, relation to Hunter, who fumbled the game away on Sunday? You hate to see it. No? I, okay. I, I, two Indiana players, Wilson Huber, starting middle linebacker from Franklin Central, and they have a freshman, Kalen Carroll, DB from Center Grove. Only two Indiana players. I would expect it a few more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cincinnati should be forced to play Ohio State like every other year. Yeah. I'm just going on the record with that. Go ahead. That's it. <laughs> My sack is unburdened. There you go. Um, well done. I, there were no Christmas morning every time you unload the sack. That's true. Um, speaking of Christmas morning, let's do this. This could be a bad Christmas. Um, and I think we'll start off with the Grinch. Seth, let's get All predictions. Right. Uh, remember, you're going to the game. Oh, I know. Um, so we have what the over unders at 57 and IU is plus 17. Mm-hmm. Um, I have it as a really competitive first half, maybe sloppier than you would want, but enough to give you hope. Maybe even talk a little trash. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's going to be a non-offensive touchdown. And with it being the first road game, I have IU coming up short 24, 34, mm. okay. but covering. Okay. Yeah, you know, good coaches and, win. and slight, slightly over. Great coaches cover. Okay. Uh, I I'll just go. I'll go and I'll be overly optimistic. Um, I I think it's one of these. This season just may give me a heart attack because even if they do get through this game, I think a night game at Nebraska the following week is gonna not. It's gonna be another close one anyway. We'll finally get to watch a game together. I'm so excited. Look at that. Um. I know you won't because I'll be in Iowa. Um, (laughs) um, So, so yeah, I think that I'm with Seth. I think there will be a non-offensive touchdown, but I think it comes from us. Um, I think we're due for a kick return of some sort um, or some sort of pick six. So um, I think IU is, this game is a lot more fun than maybe the way Seth said it. I think it's pretty clean. Um, outside of a, a huge play, whether that's a kick return or, or a, a pick six, IU takes it at the end, another Chucky, 33-31 walk-off again. Not in overtime this time, but another walk-off by Chuck. Brandon. So this year has been frustrating so far, but it's a win. And a win. And a win. And done in ways that IU had to win the game. In previous seasons, IU got wins and they had to hold on not to lose. Or they win two, I'd say two of the three. They lose two of the three games that they've won. Correct. And I hate to go to this word again for the third time in the podcast. But winning is also contagious and i think just like last year when it didn't matter what happened we just lost and lost and lost and lost i think this game plays out the opposite way seth said i think i you may get down 10 points may get down 13 points but they scrap and scrap because what does baz do as soon as you're ready to bench him He's going to go six for seven for 85 yards and a touchdown. 
As soon as you're ready for Shivers not to touch the ball when he runs up the middle again, he busts a 10-yard gain. As soon as our defense lets up a million air yards, they get a safety or, or they get an interception across the middle. Like, and I think that means something. Intangibles mean something, even though they can't have a value on it. This game is going to take years off Michael and I's life, and it's well worth every second. IU has to score seven. They have to score seven. They score with 13 seconds left on fourth and goal from the three. IU wins 28 to 27. Moneyline pick at plus All right. 550. That is six and a half to one. Okay. Okay. That is intense. I like it. And I would hate it if I was there. <laughs> would hate it. Um, but the end result is all that matters. And Seth will put those up on the poll. I got, I got one, um, one more quick question. You go ahead. I wanted to, I, this is how I actually see it going. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually 27 to 20. And Tom Allen goes for two instead of taking it into overtime, knowing knowing he is going against a team that maybe is a little bit more talented at home. He wants to win it in regulation. Um, so touchdown with 13 seconds left and then a two-point conversion. He hits DJ Matthews on a slant. We finally run a slant after not running one all game. Finally, and it's wide open. Baz throws it low, so DJ kind of has to do a little slide catch. I jump, you jump, but it's a catch and it's game over. Okay. I'll, I mean, I'll take it. I don't even care if it's a, if, if it's a back-end safety or something to finish the game. Yeah, whatever. Seth is doing weird things. Um, either way, he's going to put it up on the, on the Twitter at some point. Uh, we don't have any tailgate reminder for this week because um, we won't be at home. But Seth and I will be there. If you're around, hit up the Twitter. We'll you know, DM, DM us, do whatever. Um, there is no real tailgate atmosphere around Cincinnati's football games. Um, a lot of bars, a lot of food trucks, a lot of beer trucks, um, stuff like that. We've got a parking pass that is a 10 to 12 minute walk from the stadium. Like that's the only place you can buy parking passes at this point in the season. Um, so yeah. So it, it's a it's an urban campus, which is fine. Last time I went to an urban campus, I'm not going to tell you guys it was last year against since uh, Iowa. So, um, and that didn't turn out very well. Yes, it's an urban campus for Iowa, Seth. It's it's believe it or not, they do put a city in Iowa City for a reason. Um, so yeah, there we go. We'll find us, hit us up on the Twitter. We'll check the DMs. We'll do whatever as long as Cincinnati has actual cell service. We'll be okay. Um, anything just like Ron Burgundy responds that or reads everything on the teleprompter, I will respond to every single person who tweets at me. Every single one, instant response. There you go. Care Um, about all of you. I care about every (laughs) single one of you. He loves every one of you. Every one of them. Um, L E O. Yes. Anything else you guys want to add? Final statements? Nothing. Okay. Be sure to check out the pod on Twitter. It's It's at podcast L E O. Be sure to download, follow, rate, review on all of our platforms. Tell your friends, do all that cool stuff. 
somebody send Brandon some flowers or something because he's going to have a mental breakdown at some point. Um, love you guys, Elio. 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 Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.